Welcome to episode 12 of Wine and Cheese, a podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And we've got another doozy of an episode for you today. Another early 2000s episode for you today. <laughs> um, so the album is from Victory Records, um, and it's Taking Back Sunday's Tell All Your Friends. And if you keep with the theme of rumors, it goes to the movie, which is on Olive Bridge Entertainment, which I've never heard of, but that's kind of some foreshadowing, some Olive oh, Bridge, yeah. uh, which came that. out on September 11th, 2010, and it's Easy A. So Never, never forget. Never forget. Buckle up. Um, shout out to Tyler Smith for the theme song. I think we've been doing it for about three weeks now. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked about it. Wrote it pretty quickly, recorded it pretty quickly. <laughs> I was there for the whole process. Yeah, it was very beautiful. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it was But fun. it's good. Yeah, it was a good one. Thanks, Tyler. Um, also, shout out John Weed for the art. I don't know if we've shouted him out before or not. I don't know if we shout him out enough. But thanks, John. But thanks, John. Thanks, dude. Yeah. We're still getting some good use out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope we continue to get good use out of it. <laughs> Um, what's up, dude? How have you been? How's been life? Pretty good. Uh, it's been I a minute since we've recorded to the LVAC. Let's hang out again event. And w- who were some of the wrestlers on that? I I saw that um, Hears and Slow Warm Death played, and I would have killed to be at that show. But yeah. I went to a different show. Uh, Ultramanus Black was there. Uh, former Chikara Grand Champion Juan Francisco de Coronado was there. I love him. Uh, Orange Cassidy was there. Is he the lazy guy? He's like the dude that like isn't it like doesn't try until like one moment and then he kills it. He's yeah, amazing. And he comes sick. out to the music that's like the theme song for Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so good. That's cool. Uh, he like spits orange juice on people <laughs> like a la Green Mist. Um, who else we got? Uh, this guy named Puff was there. He's pretty good. Puff Daddy? Just Puff. One okay. F. Um yeah, just like a ton of, like, oh, Cheeseburger was there. He's okay. great. And, a lot of this uh, is going over my head, but it sounds fun. Dasher Hatfield, you you know him. I like he was Dasher. There. He was cool. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, so Hell yeah, yeah. we might as well just plug him now. Thanks, LVAC, for sponsoring the podcast and Cinepunks and putting on cool wrestling shows. I think there's another one coming up on December 28th. Yeah, is it going to be Let's Hang Out Again Again? Something like that. I would be into that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a 28th. Yeah. Go to right com or their Instagram to uh, find out more about that. Yeah. I was bummed that was the second one that I couldn't go to. Um, I went to see the Tiger's Jaw, Cave People, Cherry, and Sidekick yeah. show in Scranton, and it was so good. Yeah. Uh, and that segues into what I've been listening to. Those albums are all really, those bands are all really great. <laughs> all those bands. <laughs> all those bands are really great. Uh, but no, um, I challenge any of our listeners to make a best of Yola Tengo. Because I looked on uh, Spotify and all of them are like eight hours long. I was like, you can't have a best of that's eight hours. You so can't. I challenge our listeners to keep it under two hours. It's hard because their songs are long, but and they have so many. Yeah, I would true. say like keep it to twelve tracks. I'll even give you like sixteen. Sixteen. All right, yeah. keep it to sixteen tracks. And it's tough because that band they do the noisy and they do the quiet. They mix it all do. really well. They do a lot of covers. It's they it's have tough, a, but. one of my favorite songs of theirs is uh, "Today Is the Day." Ooh, off, I don't know. Of like the it's like the EP of the same name. I think there's okay. a different version of the song on an LP, but cool. the EP version is awesome. Yeah, but I don't know much about them. Out. They're great. And I saw them play at Union Transfer with my sister and her boyfriend, and they were awesome. I used to know the guy that put out their first couple records. Oh, he cool. runs like a toy shop in uh, Rehoboth Beach now. Fun. Um, have you been? 
have I been where? To the toy shop. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And he put out their first couple records and that band, uh, the flesh tones. He put out some oh, stuff cool. by them too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. I think it's Steve. It's a safe or bet. Dave. A lot of dudes or named Steve and Dave. Steve. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> um, besides that, I listened to the national and I still don't get the hype. Really? Yeah. I yeah. followed up on a promise from a couple episodes ago. That's a ago. lot. They're kind of like an old dude band in a yeah. way. Still just kind of keep with my theory of like, I don't get the kind of people that I'm friends with that listen to them. Everybody listens to them. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we talked about how intimidating their catalog is before. For sure. And I listened to Alligators or whatever. The one, was that the yeah, one that you yeah. liked? Yeah. It wasn't was, into it. Wasn't into it. Yeah. All right. Uh, you tried. Was into. Have you seen the movie Rad with John? Like, uh, it's like the BMX I think movie. You from asked the 80s. me this on a previous episode, but I still Damn. haven't watched it. Well, okay. So the soundtrack's <laughs> sick, and the dude that does the soundtrack, his name is John Farnham. Okay. He just writes these big '80s, like so corny songs, and they're really fun, and they're, they're really, really good. Isn't the main characters and main characters' name in that movie Crew Jones? Crew Jones in your fucking face. There was a <laughs> band. Rad. There was a band that used to play Delaware a lot from Florida called Crew Jones. Oh, word. and they were like big in my early show going years. Okay, and they were not unlike Taking Back Sunday or a oh, band like that. So that's sick. Shout out to Crew Jones. Shout out to Crew Jones. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna keep this last one real quick, but I got real Philly today and listened to like the succession of like War on Drugs to Kurt Vile to Steve Gunn and like all the way back to like Jack Rose and stuff like that. Okay, but, yeah, Kurt Vile's new record. It's really 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 good it came out that same day as like the me without you record and like the ron gallo and the rest okay of like there's like a big the day he did with courtney barnett yeah that's a good one yeah that's a little more mellow uh well no not mellow but it's a little more like folky maybe he has his own yeah, style yeah. that he's he does when he's rocky, solo right yeah. okay yeah um what more, about you more rock and roll he's a rocker dude he lives in uh mount airy now but he's like from fishtown northern liberties okay um so gearing up for let's hang out i listened to a bunch of slow warm death i finally checked them out for like the first time that so record's good. awesome man. yeah i don't know how i never checked them out before does it was the drummer kind of like tall long hair kind of lanky uh, maybe i didn't really get a good look at the drummer because i think he plays in that band white pisces as well okay um, i think that's like his band and that band's really cool too they're pretty similar to slow warm death if you like them check okay. them out and then john gollum was also in the beds i think is Another kind singer? of like garage. Yeah. He's yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the creative yeah. force. Force. Um, I have listened to the new Shook Ones LP. Kind of came out out of nowhere. It's they have called a new Body one. Feel. Okay. Came out like last week. It's great. Hell yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Spiritual Cramp. Right they on. Ha- they have a new LP that's like an EP collection thing called Television. <laughs> it's a limited play collection. But it has like plays. some covers and random songs on there too. Yeah. And I saw them at the Radioactivity gig last week. Cool. How was that? It was great. It was, so it was Radioactivity, Spiritual Cramp, and Big Nothing. And Shout where was that Graham. show? It was at uh, Boot and Saddle. Good Spiritual place. Cramp are great. They're Good place like, for it. They got like that, that cool, like if all the reggae songs by The Clash were good. Cool. Kind of vibe. Okay. <laughs> They're great. I don't um, fuck with The Clash. Huh? I don't really fuck with The Clash. I, I mean, yeah. The, I like <laughs> the first record a lot, but uh, the rest I could take or leave. It mm. doesn't really matter. Like, I liked it a lot when I was younger. But anyway, Spiritual Cramp is cool. They're, they're certainly more, like, groovy, too. They're cool. great. Um, I just got two more. I was lis- I've was i been listening to a lot of uh, Longmont Potion Castle. Have you ever listened to that? It's like a prank call. Like an avant-garde is. prank call, dude. Okay, it's so like, like Johnny Pepper. Super weird. Uh, well, sort of, yeah. But he has like a bunch of records and uh, say the name once more, please. Longmont, 
Longmont Potion Castle. Okay. It sounds like a crazy like stoner band. I do think I've seen the name now that you mentioned it. But he it. does like weird audio stuff in with the with the prank calls. Oh, so but like Johnny Pemberton. <laughs> well, sort yeah, but like more like experimentally, I guess I in a way. Okay. But it's it's really fun. Hell yeah. Um and then I I discovered this band. Well, it's like a solo artist. I think she might pl- play like all the instruments called Black Belt Eagle Scout. Cool. And she she's like a alternative indie sort of thing, but with like uh, a lot of cool like sort of traditional Native American roots to it. Sweet. It's awesome. There's a band. Or she was on the Chris Gethard show one time, and I think it's kind of similar. Iggy Dean. I D G Y D E A N. And she does a lot of cool tribal, like, Native yeah. American kind of stuff. I wonder if it's something similar. Maybe similar, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, Man. definitely. It's Hell great. Yeah. The record came out this year, and I think, I can't remember what it's called, or I might have wrote it down. It's called uh, Mother of My Children. It's oh. it's really good. It's one Sweet. of my, like, records of the year, for sure. Um, I also, this is just something I thought of off, off the top of my head, but I saw a noisy article today, which, again, is now a month ago, but uh, Ben Stiller was in a punk band called Capital Punishment. And I feel he played like I knew drums. this, but I can't. Rem- I don't remember. For I some never reason. knew, but they released today a cover, and it's like an industrial kind of. Co- it's like it's pretty cool. Is it an old song re-released, or is it so like they got they, together recently? <laughs> so they're they're re-releasing their old album, as I understand it, but they recorded new ones because they had so much fun getting back together and stuff. Okay, um, and they recorded some sort of old cover. I forget what it is though, but it's pretty. What cool. is he doing? He it? plays drums. And honestly, he's not like a Fred Armisen. Keeps the beat thing going. Oh, he's nowhere near as good as Fred Armisen. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Fred Armisen. A little was like, bit of foreshadowing there. <laughs> ben, ben Stiller's in the movie. <laughs> ben Stiller is uh, in the, the post-credit scene of EZA. Wait, no. Okay, I was going to say at all. I didn't know there was a post-credit scene. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't think there is. I yeah, didn't watch it. I also did not watch it. <laughs> uh, but we're not talking about the movie yet. Or should we? Oh, should we do the movie first? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. I got we, ex- we can't. I got we real can't. excited. We cannot. Um, so the album is again taking off your pants and jacket by taking back Sunday. <laughs> Take off your pants. No. Taking back Sunday. Tell all your friends. That was tough. 2002 uh, Victory Records. Which is honestly earlier than I thought, but it makes sense. Because this came out when I was in like seventh grade, but for some reason I thought it came out when I was like a freshman in high school. I didn't know that their first record came out on Victory. Yeah. Ugh. It's kind of crazy. Victory record sucks. Yeah, trash. <laughs> By then, it was tr- real trash. I feel like they were on like, like a major label after this, though, like Interscope or something like that. Or maybe like Island or something. Yeah, maybe? that would make sense. Yeah. Or like DreamWorks I feel or like, something. Yeah. Well, because Thursday went to Island, right? And they yes. were on Victory, so I feel like there uh, might be some kind logical, of connection there. Or maybe yeah. that's what I'm just projecting. Th- yeah, like We're All the Time came out on Island, I think, or something like that. I believe it did, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so going back to 2002, I think right before that, there was like the brand new thing where like members of like Jesse Lacey and Adam Lazara or whatever were in a band called The Rookie Lot or something like that, I think. Oh, Adam Lazar was in that band. Maybe not Adam Lazar, but they, they were like, there was a lot of member crossover, like the long I got Island a little bit of thing. the history here. Okay. Well, first off, is this band Emo taking back Sunday? You know what? Didn't look it up this week. <laughs> I'm going to go on, out on a limb. Give me some history. And say, yeah. I okay. think. Okay. I think that's what you're going to find out. All right. Um, in the meantime, uh, I really don't have much of a history with Taking Back Sunday, personally. No. I uh, I think I, in 2002, I wasn't listening to bands like this at all. Okay. Um, well, kind of. I might have been listening to Thursday. So we'll say sure. But uh, uh, for some reason, they just flew under my radar. Like I didn't have friends yet that listened to them or anything like I did years later. Yeah. 
and uh, I think I ended up years later blind buying the Where You Want to Be CD because I knew about them. And that's the second one with the baby ass on it. Is that the third one or the second one? Where You Want to Be is the, I think that's the second one. That's the one with like a little baby. With the baby. Like uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I blind bought that one and I didn't love it. It. Uh, like the single was fine. Is that Decade Under the Influence? I've got a bad feeling about Yes. Yeah. My that band, song my was band fine. covered that in high school. I got this thing. Uh, oh, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that I like just thought I just didn't get it for whatever reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? But maybe you if, like I heard this band in, if I heard this record in 2002, I might have liked it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this. So I liked. Um, okay. I feel like I knew this album right when it came out, but didn't know it as an album until like years later. Because okay. I feel like I knew You're So Last Summer, and I feel like I knew Cute With you That D, and I knew Great hits. Romances. Yeah. And I knew Timberwolves at New Jersey, which are like the four video songs now that I say right. them out loud. But like, I guess I thought they just kind of stood alone and weren't on an album or something like that yet. Okay. Um, like they're being pre-released or something. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Or like yeah. we're on EPs or I, yeah. I don't know. I guess I didn't really think about it much because I was a little boy. But um, <laughs> I was a little boy. <laughs> but yeah, this is kind of like a quintessential uh, that era band. I feel like this is the one. Key without the E is like the sing along. If you play those four chords on an acoustic guitar, people are screaming. Should we play it? Yeah. Well, let's just you play might as well. it. And while you cue it up, is this band emo says taking back Sunday as an emo band? I can see you shaking your head. It's okay, but if you're thinking about name, using this band name as a pun for your DJ brunch or karaoke night, I'd reconsider. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. One of the lengthier ones. That's a. Scathing. I got some thought behind that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> How do you feel about this song? Sorry. How do you feel about this song? It's good. It's just it's so played out. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really played out. I think it's like definitely a stronger song though. Like for me. This might be the first time I've listened to the whole record. Okay. For this, and this is like this. It sticks out, even though I knew I know the song going into it. So the one that stands out to me is "Great Romances of the 20th Century." That one's Dude, that's my probably favorite. my favorite song on the record. Oh yeah, that's absolutely yeah. my favorite. That's the, that is the first song I heard of theirs. I think. Really? Yeah. It uh it it may have been the first video they did because his hair is super short in it. He's a little boy as well. He's a little boy. He's got like the flaming heart tattoo on his back when he's in the shower. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. There's also the version with the the intro from from um, uh, beautiful girls. A beautiful girl can make you dizzy. Like you've been drinking Jack and Coke all morning. Have you heard like do you know that quote from Beautiful Girls? No. no. What is Beautiful Girls? It's a movie. Oh no, I don't know yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, there's like a there's a an intro, the version of this song with that intro. Oh, with that intro, and I I prefer Weird. the version without it because the intro is really nice. Um, but there's a lyric in that song where he says, "If it's not keeping you up nights, instead of <laughs> keeping you up at night," and it just pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> he just didn't have room for that other syllable. Man. He could have made room. He could have. <laughs> he'd be up at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got something to say. Squeeze it in there. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about the cover art? What is the cover art again? You got it? Just like Oh yeah, it's just interstate like Jersey probably. It reminds me of like uh is that where they're from? They're from Long Island, I think. Oh, it reminds me of like Blue Skies by Atari's. Oh yeah. Like I feel like a lot of bands had like the picture of the road or cuz they were in a van. Dude. Yeah, it was just like torn, man. <laughs> yeah. And it just like a picture of a road and white text and yeah. whatever, you know. Oh yeah, to go back to cute without the E, do you know what emo capella is? No, I could probably take a wild guess. There was like a boys quartet or twenty tet or whatever that did like emo songs and they like oh. the most famous one they do is going is that one. Doo, doo. It's 
so cringy. I I hate it. (laughs) Uh, I'll show you a video after this. It'll make you roll your eyes so hard. What do they do? They just do like YouTube stuff. This was like before YouTube even. This is like 2002, obviously, or or, you know whatever. Um, I don't know. Do you want to play the opener too? I'll play the opener. I actually did. We'll almost play that one first. I think you should play that. I, that's that's uh, that got like one, the that the, one is called. You know how I do. They I, have like the, the, title. the the goofy song titles yeah. for sure, like um, stuff that just doesn't like make sense. Yeah, the opening lyric so sick, so sick of being tired and no so tired of being sick. It really sets the play like sets the tone for like his wordplay. He goes hard on the wordplay in does. the first song. There's one song too where he's like talking about what girls want or something like that. What's he saying? He's just like teenage poetry what girls dreams are made of and i was like Ugh. <laughs> i've got the mic and you've got the mosh pit oh uh, dude i was gonna use that later <laughs> for wine or cheese but never mind you can bring it back i'll, I'll just selective <laughs> listening uh, yeah there's certainly some cringy lyrics yeah um, i mean it's definitely like high school poetry is like but it's like what. yeah i think it's yeah i think it's i don't want to say more clever than some of its uh than some of its like adjacent stuff. But yeah, it uh, maybe ages a little bit better, I guess. I honestly don't think so. So there are lyrics about like I feel like they're just like subtle innuendos of like I'll leave the lights low so she knows I mean business and stuff, and it feels yeah. like. Do you remember the show uh, Undressed on MTV? I do. I wow. feel like it reminds me of that, where it's like, ooh, we're saying naughty stuff because it's uh, it's like late. It's like after 11, we can say this. I just I remember like that, that show being on and being like, what is this? I didn't get it. I was too young. I think I watched it a little bit, but I don't really remember much about it. I don't remember anybody that was on. Like, I don't know if... I think it was like a drama. I have to look up the cast, see what they're up to now. Yeah. I bet there's probably... So, like, I bet it launched some careers. I'd probably, yeah, maybe. The one thing I remember about <laughs> it, maybe. One thing I remember about it is they were talking about a blowjob, and they're like, "You don't actually blow." And I was like, too young. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to Take Back Sunday. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. Those uh, are weird. The length of the record's really good. Thirty-three minutes. We ran into that recently, and I can't remember who it was. What thirty-three, thirty-three? Yeah, who was that? Was it Saves the Day? It might have been. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, great length. I'm going to go out and say that 33 minutes might be the best length of a record. So yeah, so I mean, I guess you assume <laughs> 10 or 11 songs, that gives Somewhere you... between 33 and 43 minutes. Armor for Sleep, if you're listening, you fucked up. You <laughs> blew it. Um, this is and still... you don't have to blow to blew it, you know what I'm saying, Yeah, dude? hey. <laughs> we'll call back there. Blue dabba dee dabba die. <laughs> um... There was a dude named John Nolan on this record. He was like the first guitarist slash backup singer. Yeah. And he was like super popular. And then when he left, they got this dude named Fred. And Fred was like popular too. I've met Fred a couple times. Oh, yeah? He's like friends with uh, my friend's parents. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is Fred chill? He's chill. Nice. Yeah. I respect both of them. But yeah, I feel like John was like- a couple of barbecues. Cool. Yeah. Fred Marciano or something? Sure. Mar- yeah, I think Mar- it's something like that. Marciano. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like they've kind of gone back and forth on tours where it's like Fred's done a tour, then John Nolan's done a tour. Oh, like really? It was like He's a come big back deal when John Nolan before. came back or something like that. that. Yeah. Um, that's Fred was in, what was it, Breaking Pangea? Oh, was he really? He was in that band oh. before Taking Back Sunday. That checks out. Um, what do you think of this theory? This album's just the same song 10 times. <laughs> that's not untrue, honestly. <laughs> uh, I was going to say... Well, b- since you brought up John Nolan, mm-hmm. the, I've got like a brief rundown of the the brand new beef. Okay. 
Um, no so, iron team versus 70 times seven. Exactly. So Jesse Lacey was the original basis for taking back Sunday. John Nolan was their front man then. Okay. And I think, yeah, he was their front man then. And he apparently hooked up with Lacey's girlfriend at the time, okay. which caused Lacey to leave the band and start brand new. Okay. Uh, both their albums came out around the same time. Jesse Lacey came or brand new came out with 70 times seven first, uh, song about the incident, blah, blah, blah. And then taking back Sunday came out with, there's no I in team. Right. And the, the line is like, is that what you call tack? You're as subtle as a brick in the small of my back and exactly. the call in the conversation or something like that. And then I can't remember what the brand new lyric is, but I'm going to, I have a feeling it's going to get brought up in maybe a couple <laughs> episodes from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, there's some other really bad lyrics on here too. Well, I, I wrote a couple down. Jinx me something crazy. What is that? Even? <laughs> I didn't pick Bro, up on that. What one. is that? That's mean? really rough. <laughs> you could slit my throat with my one last gasping breath. I'd apologize for bleeding on your shoes. <laughs> they had some um, kind of cool tours. Like one oh. of their one of their early tours was with uh, well with Brand New and Rufio. Okay, and then the Used and Blood Brothers. Okay, and I saw, I saw them with the used and Blink-182 one time. You what? I saw them with the used and Blink-182. I wonder if the Blood Brothers, like, or maybe that was just a one-off show or something. Maybe it might have been a one-off show, because it was, like, after those two, I think, that they started headlining on their own. Mm-hmm. I um, saw Midtown and Recover after that, and then you starting saw them, line you in You North saw the Star. Monin one, too, didn't you? I saw them what? You saw them with Monin, didn't you? No, I saw Monin on, like, Warped Tour one time. But oh. no, I, I saw them with Atreyu and Funeral for a Friend, maybe? Wow. In 2004, How many times have you seen Taking Back Sunday? Maybe th- two or three times. So the one time with the used in Blink-182, the other time with Funeral for a Friend. Were they always the headliner? No. Oh, Blink- well, not Blink-182, Blink-182 headlined. Yeah. To, the used might have played second. I think they opened both. They opened that show. Oh. I don't know if they even... I, Atreyu might have headlined I the I guess I never really show. like... I don't know if I know the popularity of the used really. I never really mm-hmm. considered them a bigger band than taking back Sunday. Even those first two outside. records for them were huge. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that settles it. Um, I saw a fun story about when they recorded, they, they arrived to the studio without a drum set <laughs> and the engineer said, no major studio in America has their own drum set. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Wow. <laughs> they, I don't, I don't <laughs> know how they got it. I guess they had to go back and get one, but, uh, which band harsh. was it that had the, I think this plays more into the beef with Brand New. Didn't okay. Brand New have a shirt that said "Mics are for singing, not for swinging? Oh, was that like a shot at them? I thought that it was their own That must be merch. a shot at them because Adam Lazar is all about swinging the microphone. And he would like hang upside down from shit. But I thought that was their own merch unless they like took it and co-opted it as their own. Like No, it was... It was you thought news? it was who owns? I thought it was Taking Back Sunday's merch. Oh, I could like be just wrong. Be, like making a goofy joke. Oh, no, I th- I think it was brand news merch. Yeah, but uh, I remember at the time like I didn't know who Taking Back Sunday was, but I knew who Brand New was first. I think, and uh, I got like I was like pissed because I was like, oh, I like really like at the drive-in that dude swings a mic, so they're stupid. Uh, you get pissed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> oh man, um, there was at the drive-in beef. <laughs> yo, at the drive-in versus the Mars Volta. Who you got? At the drive-in. Yeah, same, 1,000%. Absolutely. Mars Volta is like in their own language or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have you seen any photos of Adam Lazar from 2018? 
I have not. No, he looks bad. He um, looks bad. Google him. See what's up. I'm gonna Google him. My also, last, my last Google search was Adam Sandler big shirt. So yeah. I don't really have to change three of those words. When I looked up is this band emo, I had a photo of Adam Sandler too. <laughs> we were looking up Adam Sandler photos. Uh, but yeah, this band's 20 years old, so it makes sense that he not aged very well. But um, yeah. He does some crazy like glass jaw screams on this record and some songs. I don't know if you heard that at all. In like, I think Ghost he Man like even he cites it as a. Uh, I tried like on the wiki. Yeah, I read that for s- one of the songs he like is quoted with saying, "I tried to do my best, Daryl Palumbo." And that makes. I mean, they're another Long Island band, I think. Right. No, he got arrested for a DWI pretty recently, I think, because there's his mugshot right there. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, uh, hold on. He looks a little puffy in the video, the photos I've seen. Oh, uh, like in this... Uh, Probably coked This out. one where he's in the hospital in a gown. <laughs> well, pretty, no one's going to look good in the hospital. He looks a little but, uh, rough in the hospital, you know. <laughs> um, the Blue Channel. I have a note here. The song The Blue Channel does a fucking Billy Joel show-offy intro. Can you play that real What's quick? The, oh, does it really? Put on the blue chain. It's like a piano intro. I, I was in a bad mood listening yeah, to this album, too. So I made some pretty harsh the notes. piano, man. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. there's no piano on the rest of the album. <laughs> I'm half expecting weird. some, like, Dragon Force shit after this. Yo, Herman Lee, what <laughs> up? <laughs> Is that, like, somebody's name in that band? Yeah, he's the guitarist of uh, Dragon Force. <laughs> this is pretty long. Yeah, right? At Billy Joel, you up? This is like one of the weaker songs, I think. I also think I just hit the mic with my mouth. I'm sorry. That's fine. We'll we'll <laughs> not edit it out. But uh, yeah, there are several songs in this album that I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the weaker ones. Yeah, but I also think that a lot of this album is like not necessarily well constructed songs, but parts that are memorable. Oh, especially with like lyrics and stuff like that, and like tempo changes and things like that, and like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Weird shit. Just like p- parts, like you said. Yeah. Um, he also says sweetie like in like three songs <laughs> on the album, I think. It's like, dude, too sassy. Um, Let's talk about the music videos. Okay. I watched them. You said you have a pretty vivid memory of them. So let me see if I can get it. Do you, you know you watched all four of them? I watched all four of them. Okay. I might be a little hazy on two of them only because I didn't make notes for those two for some reason. Okay, so their key, key without the E is the Fight Club one. That is the Fight Club one. I have a weird anecdote about that Let's also hear it. real quick. I read this on uh, the wiki, so I kind of quoted it from – I just like copy-pasted it from there. Um the video, conceived and directed by someone with the last name Winters, I cropped out the other part, but uh, good, was inspired by the 1999 film Fight Club, <laughs> a favorite of Nolan and Lazara. Lazara's original idea for the video had men fighting women, which was rejected Ooh. by Winters and Victory Records. Good move, Victory. <laughs> yeah. So. One of your few good moves. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so there's that video. I don't really remember the... Your um, last summer video. Do you oh, that's that Flavor one? Flav. That's the one with Flavor Flav. Do you know why they had him? No. In it is because it was funny at that time. He was on Flavor well, of Love. Beca- or <laughs> <laughs> it's because they um they had new members by then, but they didn't want the new members to be like lip syncing the old guitarist parts, like the backup stuff. Oh, true. So that's okay. why they got Flavor Flav in there Clever. to like goof it up. That's basically. so smart. Honestly, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> like I know you're being like, yeah, I'm, I'm being silly. Kind of, kind of nice, I guess. Whatever. 
the great romances video is like a split screen between like a boy and a girl. There's like pink and blue and yeah, there's like them performing. Like, I could only find a really low res version of that. I think it's on like a DVD of theirs and well, not, this on is their, all not on their official like YouTube page Devo. like the rest of them are. Well, this is all before like, I think this is all pre-digital pretty much. They're this probably like, like mostly film shoots. Even, or if it is, it's some real player shit. Some DivX. <laughs> some DivX, <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. Dot download AVIs. DivX to watch this. Yeah, right? Uh, watch some, it on Winamp. Some Nero shit. And then what's uh, the last one? Timberwolves at New Jersey? Yeah. Don't, well, hold on. Back to the Great one. Romances one. It's okay. mostly just mm-hmm. them playing in a room with like flashing white lights. And yeah, then once in a while, there's like much. a clip of a girl on a phone. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking of, I guess. Too. And then Timberwolves at New Jersey. That one's like got this awful like short film vibe. Like oh. of the house party where like somebody's trying to steal somebody else's girlfriend. And Sounds like Jimmy World. The middle. Yeah, it's just like, but with only about like eight people at the party. Oof. <laughs> Poorly attended. <laughs> um. There was also, have, did you look up the track list at all? There's a, a hidden version on like the Japanese album, Japanese release called the Ballad of the Ballad of Sal Villanueva, who I think is the dude that recorded them. Yeah, it's like their engineer oh, or something like that. Okay. And I think that might have been on like an EP in the past or something like that. But okay. it's a pretty cool song, let's pretty play, decent. Let's play some Timberwolves. Yeah. Do you want to just play Timberwolves as the as the transition? You got cool. anything else to say? Uh oh, I got some other stuff. Okay, we'll play Timberwolves. Let's play and Timberwolves we'll, now. And we'll, well, we'll I find can't really one. look at my notes and play it at the same time, but okay. Well, uh, oh, wrong one. There we go. I thought that was Santeria oh, for a say, second. I was going to say, Ghostman on third is actually probably the worst song on the record. Is that the one with the phaser drum intro? It might be. That might be Head Club, or the last out. Head Club? Is that a song? Head Club. Uh, it is called Head Club. Is that the last song on the album? Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> it's called Head Club. It's like a golf reference or something. <laughs> Who knows? They don't seem like golfers. I actually like this one, too. Timberwolves. Oh, I think I put that as my second favorite track after Great Romances. It's pretty energetic, and I think live they do a thing where, like, when they say, I've got the mic, you've got the mosh pit, or whatever, they, like, stop, and it's just, like, the crowd responds, like, Ugh. yeah. God. That, that line is terrible. It's Maybe annoying. One of the worst lyrics, but... The but song's fun. The song's cool. I like the the beginning. The little... <laughs> yeah, so this song's alright. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Their drummer hits the toms too much. But they do That's my critique. They do reference New Jersey. Oh, always. Um, So I was going to say... What do you got for us? That's the thing about the... Oh, there's no Pitchfork review. Probably shouldn't be. Um, Rolling Stone ranked it 23 out of the 40 best emo albums of all time. Okay. Uh, I would like to see that list at some point. Sunny Day is number one. Okay. Um, I don't remember much about the rest, but Damn. I can send it to you. I still got the tab open, I think. That'd be great. Thank and, you. And uh, Punk News gave it a 9 out of 10. That's pretty good. That's really good. Punk News was cool back in the day. I don't know if it's still around. It's still around. I don't know yeah. if it's as cool. Yeah. What would you give it? Six. No. I don't usually like to do points. I like to do solid numbers. I know you don't like to do halves. But I'm going to give it a 6.5. That's exactly what I had, okay. 6.5. Because it's, it's like mostly good, but not great. Yeah, coming into it with like mostly fresh ears. Yeah. Uh, oh, I couldn't tell you the last was, time I listened to fine. any of these songs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had an okay time with it, honestly. Right on. There's an acoustic edition of it out there. Oh, is it Punko's acoustic version of Cute, Cute Without the E? I mean, I'm sure there's that, but they... Uh, in 2013, they have a live acoustic record of Oof. this album. Okay, let's let's throw on. Let's throw um, it on. I'm gonna take a sip of my wine, the 2014 Nichols Cabernet Sauvignon Reserve Atlas Peak. Cool. I just <laughs> had a sip of that too. Uh, I'm gonna play the acoustic version of your so last summer. Let's hear it. Let's try interesting because it's like palm muted in, in the intro. All right, here we go. Oh God. <laughs> 
regret this. No, because this is kind of like at the big sing-along, too. <laughs> no. All right. Turn Hate that it. off. <laughs> Not a fan. Yep. <laughs> Worth it oh, for man. the experiment. True. Oh, yeah. You're wearing your gritty shirt from LVAC. How, how does it? How does it wear? It wears, it, it wears wonderfully. We've had enough time that people have gotten their shirts. They've been happy with them. Um, so I sent out the first batch today. Okay. And it, the I thought the person at the post office was gonna kill me when they saw me walking up with like twenty packages. But well, they can they can deal. Got, got more to come, baby. Uh, <laughs> Are you uh, calling her baby or him, baby? <laughs> um, I don't, just a more of a general statement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Some British magazine called this the hybrid theory of emo. Is it Kerrang? No, is I that British? Write the name down. I just wrote some British magazine. Some British magazine. It was something I hadn't heard of. Hmm. It wasn't Kerrang. Well, what's your Weird Al parody? Ooh, I had a good one. I think it was. Oh, okay, it's about Montana Butte without the e, be, but from the team B U T T. That's really good. Um, I was trying to think of a good play for that one, but I yeah. came up with nothing for that one. I also still I have another one too. Uh, I still know what you did. You're so last summer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that like talking to the song? Or? Uh, there was there was absolutely nothing but wordplay on that one. Mine is uh, you're so last plumber, and it's about how Mario's days are over, and it's Luigi's time to shine. Yo, I've always been a Luigi guy from <laughs> the get go. I'd like being I'd like being the underdog? Question mark. Who do you think's older, Luigi or Mario? Who's the little brother? Uh, I looked this. I looked this up. Also, his name's Luigi Mario, so is Mario's name Mario Mario? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Uh, I think Luigi's the older brother. I've read different things. I've read that they're twins, and I've read that Luigi is the older brother. Okay, I'd believe that. I feel like. My friends who... Because he's sure. taller, and older people are taller. That's true. They are still <laughs> growing. <laughs> With the mushrooms, they grow and they shrink. My friends made uh, a parody of like this Nintendo stuff called... I think it was just called Luigi, but it was like it revolved around. Oh, this is so stupid to explain. Uh, I'll just show you after the, the podcast. When I was a kid, my favorite Halloween costume that I had was I was Luigi, and my dad was Mario, which was funny because he was much taller than me. <laughs> but we had like I like the, that you're concerned about their heights. So we much. had like that. Well, it wasn't it wasn't uh, canon? Sure. So we had the <laughs> raccoon tails and the ears on our hats. Cool. So it was like Mario three. Dude, it was good. That's pretty classic. good. I have a picture somewhere. I don't think my dad's ever dressed up for. Oh, my dad had a chicken mask when I was little. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just chicken man. He was just chicken all the time. He was just chicken. All right. Well, uh, on that note, yeah. What do you got? What should we do for the intro or for the transition? Well, we were gonna do. Um, we we're gonna uh, do. Oh, we were gonna do. Let's do. There's no iron team. Okay. Yeah, we haven't done that one, so we'll do that, and we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs>
we're back. That was our entire away message. You guys missed some good physical gags. <laughs> uh, some guitar chops, mic swings. Some classic double vocals. <laughs> but we're talking movies now. Doug loves movies. Joey loves movies. Mike loves movies. Hey, we love movies. What have you been watching? Um, we just saw a movie, but minutes ago, but hours ago. We did. Um, I didn't even have time to add it to my notes. Ooh, okay. Well, you want to hit him, hit him with the title? There you go. Okay, it was called Wildlife, directed by Paul Dano and Zoe Kazan. Big Paul. Big Paul, Uncle Paul. He was there. He was there. He did a little Q&A. In he the was, flesh. He was hot. Yeah. Cut he, his hair. <laughs> did he really? He was, was shorter than I remember it being. He might have some I haven't hair. seen him in a while, so. That's true. <laughs> you guys haven't hung out in a little while? Yeah, we, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Uh, but that was part of the Philadelphia Film Festival. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've been talking about this movie for a couple of days, but I saw Shoplifters and it changed me. It moved me. It was poignant. <laughs> <laughs> and now I need to go see more Hirokazu movies. This might, Wildlife might be the only movie I'll get to go to during the film festival. Yeah, there. as of now, there are a couple of days left, but I think most of the good stuff's already happened, honestly. Really? Yeah. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, definitely liked Shoplifters more. Hey boy, we get it, dude. <laughs> uh, but being that it's October, I watched some horror movies. I watched Fearless Vampire Killers, Slice, Bummer, uh, Return of the Living Dead. I saw a pretty cool documentary as part of Cinepunks. Uh, someone sent us a screener for a movie called The Virgin Blacktop, and it's like a skate movie. Okay. Sorry, a skate documentary from like uh, New York City. Um, so I'll... I'm sure it'll be have been posted by now. I'll repost the link when this comes out uh, to my little write-up on it. It was really cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Big fan, big fan. Um, and should we talk Halloween? Let's talk Halloween. Okay, spoiler alert in case anyone hasn't seen Halloween yet. We're about to talk. Skip ahead like two minutes. Um, <laughs> two minutes? I don't know. What? You might miss what I watched by then. Okay, my bad. No, that's okay. Let's get into Halloween a little okay. bit. You liked it more than I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun. As someone who didn't, didn't know, didn't blow my mind, but yeah. I I liked it. As someone who didn't know the girl from A Quiet Place was deaf until afterward, I should probably not speak about this. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that she was deaf the whole movie until afterward. What does that have to like, do with this? Nothing, but I don't think I should have any cred to like review a movie if I didn't <laughs> oh. realize that. <laughs> um, you're like you're blacklisted from reviewing yeah. movies for a little or while. I should be at least. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that like they got a really good crew of people together, good cast, yeah. good, good everything, and like you think they kind of blew it. Felt kind of flat to me. Really, like, not no real major gripes. There were some scenes that were really good, some like yeah. really tense scenes, but there was also just a lot of like, all right, fine. In a way, it's kind of like a Force Awakens version of Halloween, where it's I see that. it's fan service. It's but, very fan, but well, like fun and but. But as a fan, but I fan don't feel serviced. serviced. <laughs> well, sure, yeah. Um, it's a lot of callbacks. I enjoyed the callbacks personally, though. True. I like seeing PJ Souls was incredible. That was great. And like him, like you expecting him to show up in the sheets and like stuff like that. Oh, or when they shot down to the ground and Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't there. Dude, that was my favorite scene. That in the got whole me movie hyped with the music. Yeah. yeah, that was. I was about popped for that. Yeah, it was great. I gave it a good like six, five or six out of ten, I think. Yeah, but, like, I'd give it like a, I can't remember what I gave it. I'd yeah. say like a seven and a half was, is what I would give it. It was pretty much what I expected out of it too, which really? is like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't have the highest expectations. Um, But anyways. Love Lori. Love Lori. Yeah. She was great. I actually kind of liked uh, Judy Greer in it too. I thought she was oh, cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. I liked the females in the movie a lot actually, yeah. And Matthew Lillard looking ass kid was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matthew Lillard kid was really good. Yeah. And uh I liked the doctor guy. 
He was cool. Didn't care for the doctor guy. He was effective. He did the podcasters. Oh, yeah. The podcasters sucked. Yeah. <laughs> podcasters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Giving us a bad name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What, what have you been watching? Uh, so I watched, um, there's a new Flight of the Concords special. Live in London on HBO. Is it all just them playing music live, or is it like a? It's like segments? it's like it's like songs live with like talking in between, but it's mostly new songs. They do like cool little medleys of some of the old songs. Cool. Um, it's super funny. The new songs are really great. Okay. Um, I got around to watch that movie that came out last year, Little Evil, with Adam Scott. Oh, I it's kind of like an omen kind of thing, yeah. but like in a. It's got like, like Angus a, Young, like a kidsy Krampus kind of vibe in a yeah. way. Uh, yeah, the kid looks like Ang- someone uses shrink ray on Angus Young. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> that's why I wrote my letterbox. Oh, for real? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Um, but uh, it's it's fun. I enjoyed it, and it's got a lot of uh, it's got a couple cool comedians. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's rare for me to not finish a movie, but I don't think I finished that one. I didn't when the first time I tried to watch it, and yeah. like a year later, I finished it for sure uh adam scott's just so damn charming though he is i'll watch anything with him in it pretty much uh i watched happy death day for the first time we talked about this the other day but it was wonderful Loved cannot it. wait for valentine's day happy death day to you coming well, soon i watched it and then we saw, and i saw halloween that night and i saw the trailer for the second one i was like well okay um, I, I saw that movie opening night and like was assuming it would be a stupid teen comedy horror but it was yeah. so good like it's, I, it's super good it and was it great takes some turns you don't expect yeah. so don't watch the trailer for the second one because <laughs> it spoils everything it really does if you haven't seen the first one um yeah go watch it it's great yeah that's about it i watched a couple more episodes of maniac but i won't okay. talk about that until i finish it Ooh, i went home to visit my family and i introduced Ooh, Ooh, <laughs> my family <laughs> i put on an episode of joe para talks with you yeah yeah, yeah. and they loved it really because he's just so so Matter damn, of fact, and so like I could so see funny. Joe being a very uh, a hit with parents, family friendly, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. like, th- he's not outright funny, but he says the right things that my parents were like, "Oh, this guy's a riot." <laughs> like, <it was> great. <laughs> That's great, yeah. Um, so the movie we're talking this week is the two thousand. Uh, sorry, sorry, September eleventh, two thousand ten. Uh, Easy A, featuring directed by everybody. W- directed by Will Gluck. <laughs> Sounds made up. Ooh, Gluck means luck in German. Gluck means Cluck with in, a G. In chicken. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> uh, this movie takes place in Ojai, which is a really interesting uh, plot point. Where's that? Ojai's in California. It's like the hippie town in Northern California or like oh, Central okay. California. I didn't pick up on that for whatever reason. I've got a lot of notes about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was like pretty hot on the heels of Superbad, no? Um, yeah, I would say probably like a year or two after. This is when Emma Snow was like so cool. Emma you know Stone I mean? was on the... Well, everywhere she yeah. was in Zombieland, she was in this, oh she right, was in super bad. Yeah. She was just you couldn't go anywhere without seeing True. Emma Stone. I love her; she's great. I loved the montage of her singing "Pocket Full of Sunshine." How she's like, I hate this song. Then it's like my weekend plans, and she's yeah. just like <laughs> That's playing that fun. card all weekend. That was cool. I like that. She plays <laughs> and a character until named, it dies, basically. Yeah, she plays an, a character named Is it Olive Olive Pendergrass? 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 And a, something like, uh, oh man. So she has that line where she says Olive is a anagram for I love. Oh. But Pendergrass is an anagram for something in this movie too. Okay. Um I didn't write it down though. So Yeah. I feel like this movie is like 
all the all the quips and stuff are not things that high schoolers would say. They're like it, it's like fake witty. Yeah, like it's kind of one of those things where the high schoolers are more clever than high schoolers actually are. Yeah, she also um, might be like as old as her parents in this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she no like way. Acts, she acts like them. Uh, <laughs> like she says twat in high school. No one says twat. No one says that. I'm really trying. And to everybody has sex in high school, name. so the plot of this movie is derailed. <laughs> <laughs> so much that the well, the one dude gets it on with Lisa Kudrow. We find out. Oh yeah, and she gives him chlamydia, and, and uh, yeah, pays the price. Um, Which one was Penn Badgley? Do you know who Penn Badgley is? Penn Badgley is that a that actor name <laughs> or <laughs> that's an actor name? I'm gonna look it up. Um, I saw that, and it seems like a name that people would know. Like Taylor Kitsch or something. <laughs> okay. I'm looking it up. Dude, I cannot find this thing about the name. It's driving me nuts. Well, let's just, okay, so just look at the name and just rearrange it. I'm not good at that. Oh, Penn Badger is one of the boys. He was Woodchuck. Woodchuck? Okay, remember the, the, uh, <laughs> the devil Woodchuck, the uh, mascot guy? Oh, the main dude, the main, the dude she ends up with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, uh, Lobster Todd. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that lobster. <laughs> That's top. what she yeah. calls him yeah, yeah. she finds out he works at the lobster right. shack or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um. Oh, the one, the one thing that her dad said. I have a note here. Uh, it sounds like you're having sex in here, which I know can't be true because you have a gay boyfriend. But it's okay. I was gay once. We all do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what are those? What is that? That was stuff? pretty good. I Movie's like a little that. insensitive to the gays and women <laughs> and race. <laughs> It's like also kind of woke though, in terms of like, uh, like stuff having to do with like women empowerment and stuff. I'd okay, it's kind of woke. Okay, um, the fact Pendergast that she's prostituting herself is an out. Anagram for pretend shag. Great, which is literally the plot of the movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, glad you found it. Glad I found it. Paid <laughs> off, right? Uh, Malcolm McDowell's in this movie. We forgot him. He's a pre- uh, oh, the president. Yeah. He's the he's, principal. He's the prison guard. He has a great <laughs> quote where he says, "If I can keep the girls off the pole and the boys off the pipe, I'll get a bonus." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Which is like his only line in the movie. He like tries to apprehend her at the pep rally at the end, where she's like dancing and get, trying to promote her website or whatever. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Also, how does she sure. get a domain? <laughs> You gotta have your parents' credit card for that kind of stuff back in high school, man. She's getting gift cards from everybody in school. She probably got a oh, Visa that's card. A good point. Yeah, she probably got like a GoDaddy gift card. <laughs> <laughs> there's another. There's a funny Thomas Hayden Church exchange with her. Okay, that actually made me laugh like a little too much, probably. Um, where she, the, when she first shows up to school, like in the corset with the A on. Oh yeah, the Scarlet Letter reference. The Scarlet. There's a lot. Very heavy, heavy Scarlet heavy. Letter stuff in this, but. Uh, well, I mean, the whole movie is basically the Scarlet Letter uh, in a way. But uh, Thomas Hayden Church goes up to her and he's like, what are you doing? And she goes, nothing. And then there's like a long pause and he just goes, don't forget tomorrow's Earth Day. <laughs> <laughs> she had a cool relationship. I liked her relationship with Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, it like, like makes she, you believe that they might have like a thing later. Oh, I didn't get that. Really? I no. felt like it was kind of setting that up, but then it then it like swerves on you. Yeah, that's true. In a way. I I also feel like well she well, legitimately felt bad when Kudrow cheated with that kid. She was like, "Oh fuck, I'm sorry that I had to tell you this, Thomas yeah. Hayden Church, but your wife's cheating on you." Well, and that's kind of the point where I think that it sets up that because she like has like a voiceover where she says, 
and the thing I regret the most, something to the effect of the thing I regret the most is splitting up a marriage or a relationship or something between Kudrow and church. And then, and then it shows a shot of his office and I was like, Oh, it, it, you know, it made it seem like she was going to sleep with him or whatever. I see. Could be, um, a lot of weird punk covers in this movie. The oh, Greece, really? The Grease song. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's one a, in the outro. There's like a um, Runaways song or, or a Joan Jett song cover as well. Oh, there was. There? Yeah. Uh, I don't give a damn about my reputation. Yeah, 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 but like by somebody else. And then Don't You Forget About Me, I think it was in the outro, like a yep, uh, it was breakfast the, club. Uh, part where he, where Lobster Todd shows up with the, like, the Say Anything style. But True. Like computer speakers <laughs> and yeah. a lawnmower. And the lawnmower. <laughs> oh, there was also a really good line where someone's like, say la vie, and she goes, la vie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good. I love a good pun. Uh, there's a good Lisa Kudrow quote where she goes, um, that she had to st- she has to stay later at school because some kid brought a knife. And mm-hmm. she goes, it was a butter knife. But you know what they say? It's a gateway knife. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that, those are the things where I'm like... You hate that kind of stuff? That stuff's just too cutesy. Um, um, oh, there's a part where... We didn't play the first line. Oh, dude. What are we doing? We got to set this what up. What are we doing? <laughs> my bad. The rumors of my promiscuity have been greatly exaggerated. I used to be anonymous, invisible to the opposite sex. If Google Earth were a guy, he couldn't find me if I was dressed up as a 10-story building. Pretty cutting-edge stuff, huh? A high school girl feeling anonymous. Who am I? What does it all mean? Why am I here? But don't worry. This isn't one of those tales. Though it sure started out that way. And then it changed pretty quickly when I started lying about some very personal things. So, let the record show that I, Olive Pendergast, being of sound mind and, hello, average breast size, Swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Starting now. Guys, my bad. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say there's a part where Phoebe, uh, Lisa Kudrow, Phoebe. is just going shit, goddamn, goddamn, shit, shit, shit. And I was oh, like, what? Yeah, Jesus. that's really weird. Poor censors. Well, then they... Uh, that's not going to be played on FX. They address it, and she says something like, I don't... She was like, I'm all for, like, adults swearing in front of kids or whatever, but I think you're doing it wrong or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was Amanda Bynes' last movie. Did you no. know that? 2010? Yeah. She hasn't she, been in anything this since. This is like right before she like went crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, like she on the went, internet and that's stuff. That's right. I forgot about that. Which was in like... She's ne- she needs a comeback. She got in seven car accidents in 2012. Wow. I didn't write everything down, but I wrote some of the stuff down. And var- various DUIs... All the Twitter stuff that was happening at the time, where she was like trying, she was like basically like putting it out there that she wanted to sleep with Drake, <laughs> and then <laughs> she said to, she said something messed up to like Rihanna, where she was like, uh, "Oh my god, oh it was like a Chris Brown thing." She said like Chris Brown beat you because you're ugly or something like wow. that. Wow, uh, you're a true Bynes head. I like this. I've never seen the study before. True Bynes. I loved all that when I was a kid. Honestly, <laughs> that's like intro. To, that's like your kind of like kid intro to sketch comedy. True. Um, that and like I mean I watched SNL a lot too. But uh, she <laughs> threw the bong out the window of the apartment okay. and then got like the cops showed up because of that or something. God. Um, she had like a whole thing where she like accused her dad of sexually abusing her, but then like her mom was like. You know, he would never do that. And then even Amanda Bynes, like, came back and said, oh, yeah, he didn't actually do that. The microchip in my head made me say those things, but he put the microchip there. And I was like, yo. No comment. But yeah, so she has not been in a movie or in anything for eight years. 
It's crazy. Time for, it's time for a Bynes renaissance. A Bynes renaissance. I, wonder yeah. if she, I hope she's doing better. I know. Honestly. I really I, do, because she was very I funny think I backed as like a her. kid and stuff. I think I backed her during all that. You were <laughs> not, not during the show all that, during like all of her crazy stuff. I think I was all like that. You're like, she's got it. She's got this. <laughs> no, I was not like she's or got she's this. She's right. Or what? I, I was like, she's she's doing what she needs to do. <laughs> she's, she's, her, she's she's her own person. Really putting herself out there. Yeah. I mean, I I hope she's well now. Honestly, I hope she's always been well. Um, but, I think uh, she's always been well. Um, there's a weird oh, thing in this Jesus. movie. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, that, no, that like, threw off that was the a whole, that threw off I the whole juju of this episode. I can't believe she hasn't been in anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I was like, no way. Because yeah. I read that as like a trivia thing, and then I looked at her IMDb, and it was pff, top of the Nothing. list. Easy A, 2010, last thing. Well, in this movie, she's the head of the Orange Blossom Dance Committee, and she's like Fred Armisen's daughter, and she's the religious girl from school. There's a lot of weird religious references. We're like, I think out... I think out of yeah, definitely. Where she like goes, Emma Stone goes to confession, and then she goes to the church where Fred Armisen is. Well, she goes to confession. And there's no one there. Like cool, no God reference. Like, yeah, I feel like that and then she to, like, goes you. to like the other church where she knows someone will be, and it ends up being Amanda Bynes' dad. Yeah, I also Which, don't like, think he was in it for like two. Fred Armisen's in it for like two seconds, so he, it was like he also kind of didn't, a weird cameo. He didn't do like a character like he should have. Fred Armisen characters are so funny. He he starts to where they they have the back and forth about like if there's a hell and he's like well and he's there, like, there is. is yeah there is right yep uh, well it's not up for debate because there is right they cut it too short yeah they do um I also don't think there are any Catholics in Ohio they probably like worship a crystal or something <laughs> <laughs> seems like the kind of town where they like worship a vort a river or like a vortex or something right. there <laughs> there's a weird thing that I learned was like a a director choice but I started noticing it um. Right after she visits Fred Armisen, she drops her bag on the way out, and an orange rolls out. Did you read this I too? Read this note, and I didn't notice. I so started besides I started the orange like, blossom dance committee. Well, or I was taking notes as soon as it happened there, and I was like, "An orange just rolls out of her bag. That's weird." But then in the very next scene, when Stanley Tucci is sitting on the floor deciding what movie to watch, there's a basket of three oranges behind him. The and then in the very next scene at school, she has an orange at the uh, lunch table. Did you read the note? The director did he this to be quote unquote. He just said that he thought it was artsy or artistic. something. Artistic. He so did it to be stupid. artistic. Oh my God. That's so stupid. Everyone in this movie owns a Sony Vio. What's that? Laptop. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah. What's the thing? She's doing like a webcast to clear her name or whatever yeah that's the that's uh, like the through line of the isn't movie isn't like i love olive.com or something like that what a martyr she is <laughs> <laughs> she like so the plot is that she just like she allows people to say they had sex with her well in the in the, the initial <laughs> the initial purpose is she's trying to help her friend out let's go back even further seventh grade she's about to kiss that boy on she's the bed to kiss lobster todd and lobster todd brings that story up like three times and each time she's like oh my god i can't believe you remember that it's like dude you talked about it last week i know but <laughs> yeah so it goes back to then and then present day what's the kid's name brandon i don't maybe we'll pen, say it's brandon pen badgley <laughs> uh, maybe is that his name i don't uh, know <laughs> um she i guess well doesn't she want to doesn't she want people to think that she had sex with somebody? There's a gay and, kid. Well, it, oh, aren't they oh, kind of oh, doing oh. each other a favor? It's not just her helping him out. They're doing each other a favor, right? It starts out, yeah, because he wants to get away from school. She wants to, she's going to keep the 
story going. She told her friend, who's not really her friend, but they're like friends oh, throughout that the movie, she, that yeah, she hooked that up she with hooked a kid up from up community college. She didn't want to go to like a retreat with her and her parents. Yeah. Rhiannon and her parents. Rhiannon. Yo, that was my thing. I was like, who's Rhiannon? Who are these characters? Are they friends? They're not friends for most of the movie. <laughs> didn't make any sense. Yeah, so then she fake hooks up with, we'll say Brandon, at the party. And, well, he's gay, and he agrees to do it so, like, people will get off his back, I guess. Yeah. Or, um, but, yo. And then and then other people are like, yo, I heard what you did for Brandon. Can you help me out? Here's a gift card to Home Depot for I felt $50. for that one kid at the pool who was like, I'm fat. No one likes me. And she's like, Ugh fine <laughs> well and then she's like you know what if you'd actually asked me out i would have considered it or i would have said i probably would have said yes yeah. he's like really and she's like well not now shit dick a oh, shit dick yeah <laughs> it's like damn she called a lot of people horn dogs also, he pulled a chocolate bar out of his swim trunks ew that was kind of weird then that one dude takes her to olive garden or whatever red lobster or whatever well, then i think that i think that and pool- like uses her yeah that was messed up was i think up. the kid at the pool's name is evan and he ends cool. up being a bit of a he ends up being a dick about it later because she's like, "Yo, I need your help." Yeah, clear my name, and he's like, sure. "Nah, nah, I'm not gonna do that shit." He's That's like, lame. "I gave you money." <laughs> Yo, which makes me question what what is like the morality of this movie? What's the message? Like, there's some morality to it at certain points where it's like, "Oh, she's doing it to be a good person," but then it's like, "Oh, people are chastising her for being a whore and blah blah." blah. She's yeah. not the nice. So like, I feel like the message is so convoluted and confusing that it can't actually be progressive. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. She's just at, taking at bribes. What, She's at what point, prostituting herself. At what point should she just speak up for herself? And is it just... Well, I think it, I think it speaks to that if she had just come clean about the whole thing before she broadcasts it and just started saying, I didn't actually do this, that no one would believe her. So it's kind of yeah. like a... It's kind of like a no one would believe what... A, girl has to say about that kind of thing i don't know man too many high schoolers talking about sylvia plath <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she have a a funny line about that though where she's like um she says something like well let's just skip let's just skip that and uh put our head in the oven or something because oh, that's really? how sylvia plath like die like so carbon monoxide poisoning and then uh, she was found like with her head in the oven what a drag so i was like do well, not that's kind of like a weird joke but okay <laughs> Yo, this would be the ultimate teacher scandal if it ever happened. Oh, the, so, the kid getting chlamydia from the guidance counselor? Even further, <laughs> Kudrow bribes this girl to pretend that she took the heat for giving this kid chlamydia when in all actuality, this chick whose husband worked at the school had sex with this high schooler, gave him chlamydia, and that's it. But that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was wild. Oh, and then... And then at the end, Kudrow tries to like talk it over with uh, with Hayden? Church, and yeah. he like ignores her. Respect, basically. respect. Yeah. Um, there was a scene where so the school's old mascot was a blue devil, but Amanda Bynes thought that was satanic, so they went with a woodchuck. Right. At the end of the movie, he's got a devil sing, tail. Well, Lobster Todd has a, de- a blue devil tail. Tricky because they sing knock 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 on wood, and the devil's back should have been a woodchuck. That would have made so much more sense. That's knock a good knock point, knock actually. on wood. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Bum me out. Did they have any woodchucks in there? Yeah. Maybe one. Maybe maybe one. <laughs> uh, fun fact that I saw, all of his family members are all named after foods. Her parents are named Dill and Rosemary, both herbs. Her younger uh, brother's name is Chip, and the one ca- uh, the one at college is named Kale. And her wait, name is the one at, Who's Olive. the one at college? They, they, she has like an older brother who's at college. Just talk th- about him. They mentioned it at one point. When yeah, I like Chip. He was cool. Chip was sick. Yeah. 
He very short lived in the movie, but I don't know. He's I cool. I like Chip. Yeah. Um Dill. Dill <laughs> Dill and Kale. <laughs> um Dill. Yeah. Dill Tucci. That's a weird one. Yeah, Dill Pednergrass. Um was also confused about the title. I feel like this came out right around Hall Pass and Easy A and Hall Pass are both like high school related things, but like the A is for the Scarlet Letter and she's easy. But is there supposed to be like one extra layer to it that I didn't get? Like, did she get an easy A for doing this? No, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. She tries to make it a joke at one point when she's talking to Thomas Hayden Church, and she's he's like, "I think you're taking this assignment a little too uh, oh, yeah. seriously." And she's like, "Well, I thought I'd get an A or something like that." Maybe she that's point, points to the shirt. Yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, they could have had probably a better title. I think they should have had a if better. You had to title. rename this movie. What would you call it? I call it a uh, Pendergrass Tale. An olive story. <laughs> Pendergrass tale and olive story. I'd yeah. call it Dill Tucci. <laughs> Dill Tucci. <laughs> Dill Two Chains. Um, I did not care for this movie. I think I gave it a three on Letterboxd. You gave it a one and a half on Letterboxd. Yeah, it's a, that's a three out of ten. Oh, well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I adjusted you for are, inflation. You were converting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a converter. I would give it like a... Uh, I'd give it like a six out of ten or a six and a half out of ten. That's so crazy to me. It was fun. I hate I didn't I like Emma Stone a lot. I think I would just you know, I I'd watch about anything with her in it. She's just a good actress. You see La La Land? La La Land's great. Okay, I haven't watched it. You see Paper Man? <laughs> I've never heard of it. Really? Paper Man's good. It's got her and um Jeff Bridges. Oh, we don't speak his name. <laughs> we don't. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> we don't. No, I, I like him. No. Wait, is it? I don't even know if it's Jeff Bridges at this point. Uh, Chris Parnell has a bit role in it, but Ooh. it's got uh, Ryan Reynolds in it. He plays like an imaginary superhero. Um, Paperman. Yeah. It, no, that's his name. It's dude. It's really fun. I, I think it's Jeff Bridges plays like her dad or something. I haven't seen it in so long, but the movie's really good. Um, Zombie Land. She's good in that. Okay. Super bad. I've been watching Maniac. Oh yeah, today I watched like four episodes of Maniac and finished watching this. So okay. I've had like an Emma Stone day. People I watch, uh, people I watch with, people I work with say uh, Maniac is confusing for the first couple episodes, and then it gets weird, but it's good. I like that. I like that sentence. It's confusing for the first couple episodes, then it gets weird, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's, it's explained in like simple terms, I guess, as so not to spoil anything i yeah, don't know yeah, yeah. yeah it's super good nice i enjoy super it. good or super bad super good super bad was a different thing she was in okay <laughs> i'm sorry my mistake my mistake um uh, yeah i would it's got a rotten tomato score of 85 that's insane that's kind of crazy that's really high yeah that's super high like most movies that are really good are like 75 to 80 movies that are great are like 90 plus sure and this movie is between really really good and great yeah i th- I think this movie is not super bad but it's bad oh you would say it's bad yeah you really didn't like it yeah i give it three out of ten that's pretty bad yeah <laughs> the, the three out of ten is bad yeah i, I would agree i would agree <laughs> this might be the first movie we've had uh pretty different opinions on mm. that we've done I feel like you. No, you're probably right. I feel like yeah. so listening. I the, well, a bigger a bigger gap. Yeah, our top ten gap. lists were pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. This is probably the first one we really disagree on. That's fine. That's fine. We're allowed to have different opinions, <laughs> man. I like some albums more than you. You like That's some albums more than me. Well, let's just get into a little segment we like to call tasty notes. 
Yeah. So tasting notes. What do you got for this one? I just kind of went with like her family and just you know like she's she's an olive. Dill and rosemary. There's some rosemary. There's some dill. There's some kale. That's that's a full meal right there. That I is a full meal. It's hard to get anything from the record, isn't it? I couldn't think of anything good. I got, um, I got a little something. There's a line from the album where he says, "You're a lush and I hate it." So like some wine, I think is something okay. a lush would drink. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really have very many good like ones. Box wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, do you have some lobster for yours? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So oh, I yes. got, uh, you could start off if we're doing the record first. I put this at the end, but we'll say the record first. Uh, you could spoil your dinner with a hot fudge sundae. Okay. What are you putting on that sundae? You just, whatever you want, man. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> wow. Way to play along. <laughs> yes. Hot, and I becomes, said hot fudge. Okay. What more do you want from me? <laughs> yes. And becomes no, but, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you got lobster from the lobster shack and original because of all the oranges okay and the dude that takes her to the lobster shack mentioned something about champagne true so there you go that sounds about right to me that's pretty good that sounds like a good meal better than olives and rosemary and wine (laughs) thrown in a bowl (laughs) like a cereal fend for yourself the worst salad you've ever had (laughs) um I got some pretty good ones for for our next segment. For wine yeah. or cheese, Let's play Let's the get right into play it. Play the tune. Um, we're a family of late bloomers. <laughs> Easy A. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go one for one. We'll go one for one. All right. Um, it's times like these where silences or where silence means everything. Taking back Sunday. Okay. I'm drunk. What's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> Taking back Sunday. Easy A. <laughs> Um, you've made your bed. I just hope for your sake you've cleaned the sheets. Easy A. Yep. That's a tricky one. Though. That is a tricky one. Yeah. That made me think. Um, do you know what your girl's been up to? Uh, actually, I'm going to say Taking Back Sunday. Blue Channel. Because I had the same one. Oh, true. <laughs> <I> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Respect. So I've only got one more after that. Though. Okay. Uh, you're being pretty cavalier about this. I want to say that's Taking Back Sunday. Oh, it's easy. Is it really? Yeah. Damn. Um, I have another one, and then I have one that's kind of similar, but, uh, oh, damn, it says Sweetie. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's one that says, please tell me the rumors are true. Um, easy A. Yeah. Damn. What's the sweetie one? Uh, I'm only complaining to keep myself busy, sweetie, or something like that. <laughs> if you hadn't said that earlier, I don't know if I would have got I that. Know. Uh, I also had just the fact that there's a line that's like pretty, pretty similar. The dad says something like, I'd take a bullet for you right between the eyes. I'd slit my throat, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh. slit my throat with one last gasping breath. That's good. Or, that's yeah. good. We've been trying to find one that's in, in both. That's a funny line from Stanley Tucci, too. Oh, he so goes good. on that rant. Stanley Tucci. I take a bullet for you right between the eyes. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Oh, dad." <laughs> she's like, "That's a little too much." But. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Decent album, bad movie. That's where I'm at. I feel like for me, decent both. Yeah. True. Decent to good for both. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like better? If you had, I think to the movie. Really? Honestly, yeah. You gave them both I a think 6.5, I'm, I'm more, I think, I think I'm you? more likely to rewatch the movie than I am to listen to the album again. That's true. Which is kind of weird, but... I am definitely the opposite. Because listening to music is so much easier to True. Do. <laughs> a lot you, less time commitment. You love this movie. 
I love this is my favorite <laughs> movie. <laughs> You're trying to fight to get it screened at the Philadelphia Film Festival. I am. I said I ran up there while Paul Dano was on stage and I said, Paul, I need you to either remake Easy A or get off the stage so I can play it right now. And you had a gun to your head. I had a gun to my own <laughs> head. I said, Paul, don't make me do this. And then I said, uh, And he yes. said and he said, Okay, 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 I will direct the remake. And I said, Best friends means I pulled the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> And then I sang the next line back, and I got tackled by security because I was distracted. True. And then they took me out of there. But I saw Wildlife, and it was good. And these things have, Oh, right. They let you watch Wildlife. They let me watch the Wildlife in, <laughs> in the straight jacket. Respect. Respect. Uh, that's it, man. Join us next week. We got... We got the unluckiest episode yet. Big episode 13. <laughs> 13 going on 30, and... Thirteen songs by Fugazi. Hell yeah! Episode will only be five dollars for admission. That's right. <laughs> uh, as always, thank you. If you're thirty, punks. if you're thirty. Uh, oh, I saw Josh at uh, Solomay's last week eating at, breakfast. At where? Uh, Solomay's. Have you ever been to Solomay's? No, it's in Fishtown. There. You saw Josh. Saw Josh there. He says, "Hey, what up, Josh? What's up, Master Liam? Haven't seen you around, but wait, was he at the Let's Hang Out thing? He was not at Let's Hang Out. He regretfully was not at Let's Hang Out. I didn't really run into, I ran into Justin Lore from Horror Business there. Okay. Uh, That's, and Brad, that's about it, honestly. Brad Hogarth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of just met him, but. I met Brad Hogarth and Justin Lore together via Mark Minchoff, who. Go ahead. Me and Evan went to White Castle at midnight with Brad. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's <the> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I met Brad and Justin at This Is Hardcore via Mark Minchoff one time, like five or six years ago. I yeah. doubt they even know who the fuck I am, but that's fine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, join us on the next episode. Like, you go on. What you were saying about Cinepunks. We have social media, and you should follow us at... That is true. At, at Wine Cheese Pod, W-H-I-N-E Wine uh, wine cheese pod on Instagram, Twitter, winecheesepod at gmail.com. We have gotten so many emails. It's been really hard. We're going to read through them all, I promise. Uh, what were we going to address from our emails last time? This time? I don't know. Uh, we just, the, the mailbag is so full. The mailbag is um, so full. We got to yeah, we gotta get like a mail person we to gotta get, sort it for us. We got to get a mailer demon or something. Um, also, I realized on the last episode, Mike wished me a happy birthday, but... Since we're so, we got so many of these in the hopper, that hopper. episode, episode 11, came out on my birthday. <laughs> so thanks, Mike. <laughs> Dude, your birthday's not for 51 more weeks. Relax. That is true. Happy belated birthday. Um, thanks, LVAC, again. I'm yeah. wearing a thing that you made, and I went to a thing that you did. Yo, it fits. And I can't thank you enough. It fits you perfectly. It fits me perfectly. It's a great fit. Uh, What's that printed on? Some Gildan? Just Gildan, baby. Yeah, looks great. Just Gildan. Looks they great. Did Wears great, great on the print. Not too itchy. The orange was the perfect shade of orange. Doesn't shrink. Doesn't, will never shrink, ever. Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. LVACX.com. Boom. Cinepunks. S C I N E P U N X at dot com. <laughs> at did you dot say com. S? Uh, nope. Did you say S C? C I N E P U N X dot com. Yeah, we're just subscribe. Bye.